At Gen Z Media, we like to spend all of our time making great shows for you and your family, like Six Minutes, Becoming Mother Nature, The Unexplainable Disappearance of Mars Patel, and so many more. And we're making new shows all the time, such as Cupid and the Reaper, The Hollow, and The Last Dog. And while all of this great content is free, it's not cheap to create and produce. So if you or your family enjoys listening to our shows, won't you please help us keep making more by supporting us? Go to our website at gzmshows.com and click on the link for Patreon. As a supporting member through Patreon, you'll have access to lots of fun stuff to share with the family, like notes from your favorite characters, bonus content, unique stickers, and t-shirts. But more importantly, you'll be helping us bring you great family shows that you can't find anywhere else. Thank you. Two people claim to know everything about something, but only one knows anything. President Roosevelt wore an anti-gravity belt. Dinosaurs had two brains. Lucky kids live on Mars and go to school in flying cars. Or at least they will one day. Believe me, I'm a historian. An astronaut or drive a DeLorean. Would I lie? It's hard to say. She's made of Deborah's, Deborah Goldstein. <laughs> Welcome to Pants on Fire, the game show where kids choose between the rich and creamy ganache of truth. Oh, that's rich. And compound-coated garbage of lies. That's garbage. I'm your host, Deborah Goldstein, and in the studio today is our sound effects robot, Lisa, which stands for live in-studio audience. Knit one, pearl two, knit uh, one. Excuse me, Lisa, are you knitting? Yes, I am. I'm uh, knitting a hat for my pet rock. Oh, how sweet. Hey, is there anything else you need for your uh, rock? I'd love to help you out in some way. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, he could uh, use an alarm clock. Why does he need an alarm clock? He sleeps like a rock. Okay. Well, if you could put the knitting down for a bit, you can tell us how our game works. I will do that if you remember where I was in the knitting. I will. I'll put okay. a pin in it. Every week, we bring on two grown-ups. One is an expert. The other? I'm just reading this. What? The other one's a liar? That's horrible. <laughs> it is. Okay. It's the job of a human child to help us figure out who is who, because no one can spot a liar better than a kid. Well, I really hope so. Me too. What are we lying about today, Deborah? We are lying about chocolate, a food prepared from roasted and ground cacao seeds made in the form of liquid paste or a solid block. Lisa, are you a fan of chocolate? I love chocolate. <laughs> I like to melt my chocolate and I drizzle it all over my mushroom and anchovy pizza. Ew. I knew What? Is that popular amongst robots? Because that does not sound very appetizing to a human. Uh, how do you know, Deborah? Just because you're a picky eater. I'm not a picky eater. Well, if you can't appreciate something as tasty as mushroom anchovy pizza with chocolate sauce, you clearly are a picky eater. Okay, well, I bet our contestant today would also not like that combination. Well, then our contestant is a picky eater, too, and I'm okay. worried about both of you. Why don't you tell us who our contestant is? Fine. 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 <laughs> our human child contestant, who is apparently a very picky eater, is an eight-year-old who loves to read and draw and wants to be a teacher when she grows up. People call her Haley Chestnut Stein. Hi, Haley. Hi. How are you? I'm good. 
Good. Do you like chocolate over your mushroom and anchovy pizza? No. I didn't think you would. Oh, you like caramel. <gasps> that makes sense. No. Yes. Caramel's good too. But not over your mushroom and anchovy no. pizza. See? Okay. Uh. And you want to be a teacher when you grow up. Is that true? Yes. Do you have great, amazing teachers in your life who have inspired you to become a teacher? Well, my mom's been a teacher <gasps> since I was one years old. Aww. So basically... I want to grow up to be like her. That's Aww. so nice. I hope that you are a fabulous teacher like your mom one day. We want to know some more fun facts about you, Haley, but we're going to do it in our special way. We're going to play a game called Two Truths and a Lie. So, Haley, you're going to tell us three facts, but two of those facts are true and one's a lie, and we are going to guess which one is the lie. Are you ready? Yes. Great. What are your three facts? I love spicy foods. Mm-hmm. I'm on a travel soccer team, and I have played since I was three years old. And I like wearing mismatched socks. Mismatched socks. What do you think, Lisa? I don't think she likes spicy foods, because if she would, she would love my chocolate and jalapeno sauce. Oof. Okay, Haley, which one of those things is actually a lie? I love spicy foods. <gasps> I am amazing. (laughs) (laughs) You are amazing. How do you do that? I don't understand. It's just logic, Deborah. I suppose. (laughs) That's what robots are good at, okay? Okay, our first expert is Claire Lindemann. Claire, can you please introduce yourself to Haley? Sure. Hi, Haley. My name is Claire, and I am a professional chocolate taster, or if you want the fancier name, I'm a chocolate sensory technologist. Okay. Let's meet our second expert, Mark Libertini. Mark, please introduce yourself to Haley. Hi, Haley. My name is Mark, and I'm a co-owner of a chocolate shop here in New York City. Hey. I think our contestant is sitting on some burning hot questions, Lisa. Oh, she should probably sit in a bucket of water or something. Well, no, not literally. (laughs) Oh. I'm just referring to the sound that you are producing right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, I I, I knew that. Uh, So that means it's hot seat time. Yes, that's when we put our experts on the hot seat while they answer Haley's questions. Lisa, which expert should we put on the hot seat first? I would say Mark Libertini because he and I have the same initials. What? Your initials are ML? Yeah, me, Lisa. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, those are, that's my initials. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's as good a reason as any. Okay, Haley, do you have a question for Mark? Yes. What is it? My question is, what in fact is chocolate? Yeah, what is chocolate? Oh, good question. <laughs> That is a great question. To be considered real chocolate, you have to have several ingredients. Cocoa liqueur, cocoa butter, and generally chocolate has a certain amount of sugar in it. Most chocolates do have an emulsifier in them. Um, some do not. But in order to be considered true chocolate, you have to have at least the cocoa butter, the liqueur, and the sugar. Mm-hmm. I love emulsifier. Sometimes I'll just sit down, I'll go to the ice cream shop, and I'm like, can you give me a large scoop of emulsifier? Oh. Hey, speaking of that, what's emulsifier? <laughs> what is an emulsifier? Yeah. An emulsifier would be something like a soy lecithin or uh, a milk solid like casein or whey or something like so that. So does it? Is it just a filler? It's just a filler. It's a very small percentage, of, a fraction of a percentage um, that goes into the, the final recipe that just helps every bring everything together to have a nice 
nice creamy uh, consistency at the end. Mm-hmm. Claire, what makes you a chocolate expert? Well, I have a master's degree in the art of gastronomy, which that's another fancy word basically for food, things we put in our belly. And I have that from Boston University. And then when I figured out that chocolate was really my passion, what I did is I attended the International Institute of Chocolate and Cacao Tasting in Chicago. Uh, And I had to do 400 hours of practical work in order to become a professional chocolate taster. You had to eat chocolate for 400 hours? (laughs) Not consecutively, but yeah. (laughs) I've done that, by the way. How'd that turn out? Uh, It was great. It was the greatest weekend of my life. Uh, What is your current job? I work for a company called Godiva Chocolatiers. Maybe you've heard of them. I don't eat chocolate all day long. I taste it and I spit it out, which is kind of a gross (gasps) thing that... Yes. That's a form of torture. (laughs) Well, because I like to eat my lunch, too. And Mm. so, you know... I have to make sure I have room for it. I get put in a room and they light it red. So I can't see a type of chocolate because it's very hard for the eye to see exactly what something is when you're in red lighting. Because you're not supposed to see the chocolate? Right, so sometimes the look of the chocolate can actually give you the impression of what type of chocolate it is. So the makers, the chocolatiers, they don't want you to have any indication about what you're about to have. And what are you tasting for? Are you tasting for new products or whether or not a chocolate is good? I will let them know if the notes are coming out, like spicy notes, dried fruit or nut notes, um, you know, herbaceous notes. And I have to find out if those are really coming through. And if they're not, then they need to go back to the drawing board and figure out a better recipe. Seems like you could use help from a robot. I'll do it. 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 System error. (laughs) (laughs) I think you've got a good job. I want chocolate. Right. (laughs) Claire, what kind of tree does cocoa beans grow on? A uh, cacao tree. Where do you find those trees? Yeah, where are those trees? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Sorry. Uh, They are, normally they're found in Latin America, and the first discovered one they actually found in Honduras. Hmm. And how do they know what to do with it? I mean, cacao is not sweet, right, naturally? Yeah. Well, uh, they fell off of the trees, and they actually ended up getting into the crops, and then it gave it a different kind of taste. So it was kind of accidental. And then the farmers, the Honduran farmers, kind of figured out that this could be a great resource, and they started uh, putting it into drinks. And they actually would um, would have it before war. That was like a big thing for them. Oh, in order I love to doing that. Whenever prepare. I go to war, I'm like, hey, man, <laughs> let's have some hot cocoa and then let's go, go to war. war. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, If I could just add to that a little bit, it has to be grown in a tropical environment, generally 10 degrees north of the equator, 10 degrees south of the equator. Um, Quite a bit of chocolate is grown in South and Central America, but most of the chocolate that we get today is actually grown in Africa, either the Ivory Coast or in Ghana. Some is in Indonesia, but um, it can be grown all over the world as long as it's within that, that 10 degree north or south of the equator. Claire, 
What kind of chocolate do they use in a Snicker bar? Mm, oh, good question. Normally, they use something called compound chocolate,、um, which I don't want to be hoity-toity. It's not my favorite, but it's the easiest and cheapest to make. And that's because instead of having cocoa butter, they're going to have some type of vegetable fats in it,、uh, and、Ew. that actually, yeah,、oh, right, vegetables. So it's nutritious, <laughs> right? Exactly. I mean, all that、uh, corn syrup and vegetable fat is really, really good for you. You don't need to eat a vegetable. No, I'm lying, <laughs> Haley. Eat your vegetables. <laughs> But yeah, so、uh, they won't have the cocoa butter in it, and then it actually stays fresher longer, which means it's more processed.、Oh. Oh, I love processed. This question is for both of you. What are the types of chocolate?、Um, have you ever seen the movie Forrest Gump when、uh, when he reads off all the shrimp and it takes forever? I'm gonna try to give you as many as I can <laughs> without it、so、sounding.、Yeah. Yes. So there's milk chocolate, there's dark chocolate, there's semi-sweet or bitter chocolate. That one's used for baking normally. There's tempered chocolate. That's what you do to get a nice shine on chocolate. There's white chocolate. There's cocoa powder. There's raw <laughs> chocolate. There's compound chocolate, which is the one that's in a Snickers. There's modeling. Chocolate. Wow. <sighs> There you go.、That's、a lot. <laughs> There's actually only three types of chocolate.、Mm. There's、uh, dark chocolate, milk chocolate, and there is white chocolate. And technically, white chocolate is not a chocolate. It does not qualify as a chocolate because it does not have the cocoa liqueur. The cocoa liqueur is what makes chocolate brown. And so, the ingredients in white chocolate would be cocoa butter, milk solids, and sugar. What about the chocolate that when the chickens hatch it and it's chocolate and then it has that cream stuff in the middle? That's a chick. Oh, that's a chick. <laughs> yes. Oh, I've been eating baby chickens. Oh, oh. I hope not. <laughs> oh. It's time for the shorts on fire round when our experts have to answer as many questions as they can before time runs out. Lisa will set a timer. You bet I will. Thank you. <laughs> and that will be for our first expert. And then Haley will ask questions until Lisa's timer sounds. And then Lisa will reset the timer for our next expert. Yep, yep, yep. I'm gonna do it. Oh, I'm so glad. Experts, get ready to answer questions in a snap. Haley, let's start with Mark. You're gonna ask your shorts on fire questions. Now, where is seventy percent of the world's cacao supply from? That would be Africa. What is the savory chocolate sauce from Mexico? A mole sauce. What type of chocolate has the most health benefits? That would be dark chocolate. What temperature is the melting point of chocolate? The melting point of chocolate would be eighty-five degrees. What do you call a piece of chocolate in ground hazelnuts?、Mm, that is called jandouille. Which ancient civilization used chocolate like money?、Mm, that would be the Mayans. What kind of cake did Sam German invent?、Uh, he invented German chocolate cake. Time.、Uh, speaking of German <laughs> chocolate cake,、yes. I want German chocolate cake. <laughs> okay, the next round. Are you ready, Haley? Yes. You're gonna ask Claire. The shorts on fire questions now. Do you need to be a chocolatier to be a certified chocolate taster? No. Can you store chocolate in a refrigerator? You shouldn't. What do you call the tip of a baking chip?、Uh, the slope. What does sipping chocolate mean? 
means you're going to war. <laughs> <laughs> Sipping chocolate, uh, having a great time. I don't know. <laughs> How much cocoa butter needs to be in white chocolate? 20%. Can you be a chocolate taster if you have food allergies? Uh, it would be, it would depend on the allergy, but yes. Is a cocoa pod a fruit or a nut? It's a nut. That is time. I'm so glad that cocoa is not a fruit. I hate to be thinking I've been eating fruit. (laughs) It's decision time. Now our contestant Haley must mocha decision and tell us which experts served up lies like devil's food. Haley, who is the liar, liar, pants on fire? I think Claire is the liar. Why do you think Claire is our liar? Because in the beginning of the round, she said she was lying. About what? She was lying. She said she was lying about a question. Do you remember which question it was? No. So you think she is the liar because she said, I am the liar? Yes. That would make every episode <laughs> yeah, a lot We're going to have to circle back to that to see. Okay, will the actual, real, true chocolate expert please let us know who you are? I am the chocolate expert. <gasps> you got it right! Mark Libertini is the co-owner of one of the older chocolate shops in New York City, Eigner Chocolates. Well done, Haley. Let's go back to this question. Claire, do you remember what she's referring to? I think she's just very receptive. I, I don't... <laughs> No, she said something. Do you remember, Haley? Yeah, um, I heard No, it. but I remember it was not in the shorts round. It was in... Um, the hot seat questions. Yeah, she said she was lying about one thing, but I think it was like a joke. Some type of vegetable fats in it, uh, and that actually, yeah, right? Vegetables, so it's nutritious. Right, exactly. I mean, all that uh, corn syrup and vegetable fat is really, really good for you, and you don't need to eat a vegetable. No, I'm lying. (laughs) Haley, eat your vegetables. Time to do some fact-checking. Mark, were there facts that Claire shared that were less than the truth? <laughs> there were a couple of things that Claire said that I am I have questions about. Uh, first of all, I don't know if you can get a, ga- a, a master's degree in gastronomy. Um, I don't know if that's a thing. Um, although it very well could be. I'm just not familiar with it. It also... A cocoa pod is, it does come from a fruit tree. Right. Oh, gross. Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, yes, Lisa, it does come. I've been eating <laughs> At least it's not a vegetable tree. Oh, that's <laughs> um, And I've never heard the story of, of cocoa falling off trees <laughs> and landing in crops to make it taste better. Oh. I've never heard that before. And then as far as tasting with a red light, I've never heard of that either. Um, I would just say, why not just be blindfolded? Why use a red light? Mm. Um, But it very well could be. All right, well, Claire, you tell us what facts you shared that were full of cacao beans. Okay, I do want to say a master's degree in the art of gastronomy is a real thing at Boston University. Okay, But it was the only one that I could find. (laughs) So I don't think it's very well known. 
Um, the International Institute of Chocolate and Cacao Tasting, it's a real thing, but they don't have one in Chicago. Oh, not yet. Uh, not yet. Um, <laughs> and 400 hours of practical hours, I made that up. I think that that's how much you need to become a makeup artist. So, <laughs> <laughs> so don't put chocolate on your face, like blush. No. Okay, good. And also, let's see, you said the tip of a baking chip is actually called the tail. And sipping chocolate, which means you only need a little bit to feel satisfied. Oh, that's not true about chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> but it is if you're sipping chocolate and it's very rich or delicious and you only need a little bit, apparently. Yeah. According to chocolate experts. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> we have come to the bittersweet end of our game. Thank you to our contestant, Haley, who is now a chocolate fountain of knowledge. And thank you to our expert and liar, Mark and Claire, and to Lisa for the sounds as smooth as cocoa butter. And of course, many thanks to our listeners tuning into Pants on Fire, where we winnow away the lies to expose the nibs of truth. <laughs> Pants on Fire is a production of Gen Z Media. For more great shows, visit bestrobotever.com. While you're there, you can send questions for me to read on Ask Lisa and find out how you can participate. And follow us on social media at Pants on Fire Cast for behind-the-scenes photos and more true facts. And if you're an expert on the show and your expertise is something like chocolate, why don't you bring chocolate when you come here? Because otherwise, we have to talk about chocolate for like 40 minutes, and then there's no chocolate out. Guess what, chocolate? Fresh, big, chocolate! <laughs> Hey, it's Chris Terry, sneaking in at the end of your show to let you know that we have a new website for Gen Z Media. GZMshows.com is our new home on the web where you can listen to all of our podcasts, buy scripts, t-shirts, mugs, and more. You can even hear trailers from our upcoming releases months before they come out. Check out the new site at GZMshows.com. That's the letter G, the letter Z, Z if you're Canadian like me, and the letter M, shows.com. Thanks again for listening. Give me a C!